0: Hello and welcome back to my ongoing series on retroactive jealousy and cognitive distortions. In today's video, we're going to cover a classic, and that is the cognitive distortion of labeling. My name is Zachary Stockhill from retroactivejealousy.com, and since 2013, I've been working one-on-one with thousands of men and women from all over the world, helping them overcome things like retroactive jealousy, helping them overcome things like obsessive jealousy in their relationships, If you'd like more information about my work or you'd like to work with me one on one, please visit my website at RetroactiveJealousy.com. So what is labeling? Labeling is something that certainly we're all guilty of from time to time. Labeling generally involves taking one behavior or one instance of behavior and using that to define the person as an individual making a judgment about someone else or maybe making a judgment about yourself rather than seeing the behavior as something that doesn't necessarily define you or doesn't necessarily define them as an individual. You might call yourself or label yourself as a failure or a bad person or you might label yourself as not trustworthy. You might label someone else as not trustworthy and often it's based on one particular incident rather than a long pattern of behavior. This is yet another reason why I talk all the time about looking for patterns rather than perfection when you're trying to decide who someone truly is. Because if someone is honest, just as an example, if someone is honest for 25 years, just consistently trustworthy, consistently honest, and then you catch them telling one little white lie, does that make that person a liar? Now technically maybe the answer is yes, because a liar is defined uh, as someone who tells lies, Obviously. But my point is, if you really want to label that person, if you really want to get a sense of who they are, should you look at that one incident or should you look at the entire experience of that person? Should you consider the consistent patterns they've demonstrated over their entire lifetime as opposed to one minor incident? One of the ways you can challenge labeling in yourself is ask yourself if the opposite is true. So for example, coming back to this liar example, let's say you're calling someone else a liar. Maybe they've told the truth on numerous occasions. And you can look at evidence of that. You can realize that, no, I actually have a lot of evidence that they're a truth teller because of X, Y, and Z. You can easily label them as a truth teller based on the same or maybe even more evidence than you have calling them a liar. This whole issue of labeling raises some really interesting philosophical questions. You know, what defines us? Now, many people would say our actions, the choices that we make as individuals, that's what defines who we are. But I think more than individual actions, I think what truly defines us as individuals is patterns rather than one-off events that maybe conflict with those patterns. It's also important to remember that labeling is very constricting because human beings are really kind of universes unto themselves. Human beings are deeply, deeply complicated. And when we assign a label to someone else or even ourselves, It's extremely constricting, it doesn't tell the whole story because human beings are so complicated and because we have much more that defines us as opposed to one-off events. So my homework for you in this video, as I've been saying throughout this series, is ask yourself where in your life are you assigning labels, maybe onto yourself or onto other people, that aren't necessarily accurate, that aren't necessarily fair, and crucially, that are potentially contributing to things like retroactive jealousy or even obsessive jealousy in your relationship.